when we all come together. Good morning. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to instill uh, and edify, to build up, not tear down, to point out truth, and to point out uh, things as they are and as they seem to be from a spiritual standpoint especially in the United States of America, but possibly touching on world events around the world. But welcome. My name is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic, for which it still stands, two nations under God, uh, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And that should be the new American motto, because it's pretty much the way it is. And one political party in this country has done a great job of uh, dividing us, trying to divide and conquer, as you will. Um, in their Bible, the book of Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, is uh, what they're going by. That's what they use to, uh, to do things, to uh, institute um, policy, to... Um, pursue agendas and it's a uh, it's a sad thing for our country to see uh, what's happened basically since Obama took office in 2008 and um, you know that was all at the start basically a fluke uh, you know he came out of nowhere um, he's from my home state and grew up in Chicago politics grew up on the radical left ideas that we now see manifesting themselves at the national level. Um, people being taken political prisoner, people being trying, or people being re-educated because they don't think properly. And uh, some of these national ideas of things like gay marriage and abortion for everybody. And uh, it's really interesting. You know, there's a lot of uh, hope in the system, if you will, the American system of, of uh, the states and states' rights. Um, but the federal government has gotten so powerful. I don't know how, uh, you know, how they're ever going to get around it. You know, they have so much money they can throw at things. Um, and that's how they mostly threaten and get their way now. They, they use the, the money stick to beat people over the head and say, well, we're not going to give you this if you don't do that. And uh, so it's pretty interesting. But welcome. Let's start with some scripture this morning. Um, in my personal study, we're in uh, John chapter 10. And beginning in verse 9, it says this. It, Jesus says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, and hey, wait a minute, let me back up. Uh, our email is ehud at itsareligion.org. That's ehud at itsareligion.org. If you have any feedback for us, if you have any questions, um, if we can help in any way, we'd, we'd love to hear from, from you. So I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes not, but in order to steal to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd comes or gives his life for the sheep. But he that is a worker and not the shepherd whose own sheep are not sees the wolf coming 
and left the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches them and scatters the sheep. The worker flees because he is a worker and cares not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep, and I am known of mine. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And then he goes on to say other sheep he has and so on and so forth. But isn't that a beautiful statement? I mean, when you think about that, it reminds me of King David and how he protected his sheep, killing a lion, killing a bear. And, you know, Jesus uses the wolf in this comment that, uh, you know, there's constantly wolves coming after those of faith, those who put their faith and trust in God. Uh, Satan and uh, Jesus goes on in some parts of John to talk about the Pharisees and their father being the devil and how that plays out for them and how the, the truth of the matter is you have one of two masters, either the, the father of darkness or the father of light. And, uh, you know, choose the light. You know, it's, it's not an easy road. It's not best life now. Um, there's certainly uh, better aspects to the Christian faith in living, you know, even trying to live righteously, even though most of us fail every day, one way or another, um, than to follow the, the law of darkness, the, uh, you know, not pursuing God, not uh, understanding what, what he really called us to be in this life. And it's so much, uh, you know, I don't even know how to explain it. I guess from a personal experience standpoint, uh, in drawing close to God, there's just something amazing about that that is unlike anything else in this life I've ever experienced at times in my walk with Him. So I, I just think that's a prelim to, uh, to what we're going to experience someday when we're with Him, those of us who trust in Him. Now, you have a world out there that, the media uh, in our country, in the U.S., and I would imagine around the world, when you look at the media conglomerates that make up the drive-by media, the mainstream media, the, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of names for them nowadays, but uh, there's a lot of business acumen behind that, and there's a lot of collaboration with the government, one side of the government, I would say. You know, you have the mainstream media, which is tied in with the Democrat Party or the leftists, uh, agenda, one world government, um, bringing us all together in a, you know, in a fake attempt to bring world unity, world peace. Uh, everybody's going to be equal, uh, which is never going to be the case because those in control at that point will be the ones that have everything. And you can say what you want about capitalism, um, being oppressive. I saw that, uh, the other day, in an article, and uh, I just laughed. I'm like, really? Having the freedom to pursue your dream and fail, if that if fail is what you do, uh, or uh, having no freedom to pursue anything, but just taking what you're given and be happy with it. And uh, I just, I marvel that people, um, you know, I was thinking about the election stuff from the other night, and the fact that that Governor Murphy in New Jersey, lockdowns, masks, you know, the whole, he was on the Democrat acumen of top-down control to try and uh, relegate a virus that really, at, at the end, that we understand now, has a treatment available that works. 
that doesn't require a shot and has uh, um, a recovery rate of 99.8 some percent, especially for those that are under 65 or whatever the number is. And the whole thing has been trumped up, get that, trumped up to be used as a tool for them to, to gain more control. And, you know, I look at the state I live in, Illinois, and it's the same thing. You know, Governor Pritzker sits down there in Springfield or in Chicago or wherever he's at in his million-dollar estates and uh, um, basically looks down his nose at everybody and goes, oh, well, you know, the hospitalization rate's not so... And that's another thing. It's gone from the death rate to the uh, rate of infection to now it's hospitalization rates. And uh, I, I just marvel at the whole thing that people will sit back now and, and go, oh, well, yeah, we got to do what he says. He's the governor. And not realizing that he works for us. He works for the people. He doesn't uh, control us. He doesn't own us. He doesn't oversee us. And uh, people have a very wrong view of that in some cases. And I think that it's more prevalent in folks without faith who don't have another place to put their faith. So they put their faith and trust in government or in uh, people and individuals. Um, you know, that's the humanist manifesto says that everyone is basically good. And I've heard that. I remember hearing that last night on a show my wife and I were watching. And I just shook my head. I said, no, everyone at their core is evil. And it's by God's grace that we do anything good. And, um, you know, Jesus himself said, you can do nothing good without me. And uh, that's true. Because if, if you don't have his word, if you don't understand what God calls good, and it's inherent in all of us. I mean, that's what C.S. Lewis wrote in Mere Christianity. You know, we know what's good and what's wrong inherently um, for the most part there might be some things that we don't understand right out of the gate but but for the most part we are beings that are sinful and uh, have the wrong attitude about things because of our predecessors all the way back to Adam and Eve so but that's you know that's where you get back to starting points so you put your faith and trust in a creator someone who created you in his image who loves you who wants you to be part of his family or do you put your faith and trust in random chance and humanist uh, manifesto and uh, one of the other 60, 100,000 world religions that are out there that you can can try and follow? Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, that's the core of uh, humanity, right? And when you look at, at the approach people take uh, today, and I'll, let, me, let me jump to the news for a minute. I, you know, there's a, a lady that got elected the other night that um, she's a uh, former Marine. I saw a, uh, a picture of her. Um, you know, she's a human, a human being, and her skin happens to be a darker shade than mine. And, you know, that's another one that, that's uh, on the two sides of that argument. Um, you know, I believe we're all humans. We're all one race. Um, there's no... The whole idea of uh, different races is an anathema. It's it's wrong. It's wrong thinking. It should not be that way. People should look at people as people, as human beings, period. There's no other race on this planet besides human beings. Uh, when it comes to uh, sentient beings, people who can think, people who can talk, people who can communicate, um, you know, the rest are animals that, that cannot do that, period, exclamation point. 
you know, dogs have personality, but they can't talk. No matter how many movies you watch that show that they can. And in this case, uh, there's a, a depiction here. Um, the liberal media ignores Winsome Sears' historic Virginia win. And then another one shows the squad congratulates history, making elected, or making elected officials with glaring exceptions. So they, I'm sure they didn't say anything about her because she doesn't fit the narrative. The narrative uh, that Democrats and people without faith, I, I believe it's most people without faith. There's, a lot, there's some people with faith who have bought into this idea of social justice and the fact that uh, people are uh, inherently racist and so on and so forth. And again, I... I would offer to say that there is no such thing as racism. There's a thing called culturalism, which I believe would be a better term for it. It's, hey, I don't get along with your culture. I don't like the way you approach things. Or I think you're now, again, people use skin color as a tenant for that. And I think that's unfortunate. But I think one party takes complete advantage of that. And that's all they ever do is complain about it. You know, you look at uh, for ever since I was a kid, Democrats have been complaining about racism and uh, um, been getting voted for by uh, folks who are classified uh, that way, either some group, either black, Hispanic, or what have you, some minority group. And, uh, you know, they have to put us in groups to keep us divided. And it, it just makes me sad if we all looked at each other and said, hey, Nice to meet you, human being. Nice to meet you, other person. And uh, didn't look at what was on the face. You know, I did that for a while myself, but it was more from a religious standpoint and being, uh, you know, very deterministic about who was faithful and who wasn't when I have no idea, you know, who truly believes in God and who doesn't. But in this case, you know, you've got a lady who did not uh, count out to the system, who did not have to use... Uh, you know, she just did what uh, hardworking people do. She said, hey, I studied, I, I pursued my education, I worked hard. She joined the military, uh, did her best there. And next thing you know, she's the lieutenant governor of Virginia, one step away from being the governor. And, uh, well, you know, where else are you going to have that? You know, I think in other parts of the world that are free, you may have that. But um, the fact that you can do that, and that's, you know, it, it just makes me think back to Obama and how, how much of a detriment he was to race relations. You know, here he is, a, a half-colored guy, right? And again, it, that shouldn't even matter. He's a human being who had a darker shade of uh, color in his skin than me um, getting elected president. And, you know, how can you do that when this country is inherently racist? I, I don't understand that. If that's their definition, how does that happen? Not once, but twice. And so, you know, I, I think more and more people are waking up to the policies that uh, Democrats and leftists are all about. And people in this country don't want that. They don't want to be told what to do. They don't want to be told they have to wear a mask. They don't want to be told they have to get a shot. They don't want to be told, you know, they want to be free to live their lives. And if they take a chance and get COVID and die, then they do. I don't need a government telling me that it's too risky. You can't do that um, just because they want control or they want money for their friends. Because I think at the end of the day, that's what a lot of this shot stuff's about. And, you know, people on the, on the face side, on the Republican side, stop calling this a vaccine because it's not. It's a shot, just like the flu shot. 
Call it the COVID shot. Stop calling it the vaccine. There's, it's, it's not. Vaccines take years to develop. They're well-tested, well-founded. And uh, this is not. This is an experiment. And now they want to experiment on children. And it is a sad state of affairs. You know, and I saw what Biden came out yesterday and was trying to institute new rules from the federal level. I mean, this, you know, our Constitution says in the Bill of Rights that anything that is not inherently given to the federal government to do is left to the states. So your state government might have the uh, authority to do something like that, but the federal government has nothing like that. And that's another thing that the, the folks without... I believe a lot of the folks without faith put their faith and trust in government institutions and people because they're not following the Lord God and uh, the one true God. Um, and that's what you find, I think, all over the, the map. Uh, you know, people want to worship something. We're made that way. We are made by our Creator to worship Him. And when we turn from Him, we turn to something else. Either we worship ourselves in some way, we worship other people, we worship, you know, I was, uh, even even within the church, we can put people on a pedestal they don't belong on. Uh, I did that for a while with certain individuals that I followed and listened to and uh, put absolute faith in them instead of realizing, hey, they're sinful men and you shouldn't do that, no matter who they are. Uh, there's one man who walked on this earth that did not sin that you can put trust and faith in every word he said and that's it the rest of them may edify you and encourage you in your faith um, but that's it they don't own anything in that capacity uh, you know they're not gods they're not uh, someone that you should uh, put complete and absolute trust in so um, so anyway, I will, uh, um, I think I'm going to call it a show in that, in that regard today. Uh, you know, when you look at, at life, I would encourage you, um, wholeheartedly to, uh, um, if you don't know the one true God, the one who created you, the one who, uh, established all of this you know look at the systems that it that are involved in our environment and i just laugh when these people uh, you know oh climate change climate change the world's gonna gonna fall apart and i laugh at that i'm like really we did not make this we're not gonna break it um this is a big world and i think people get caught up in their own little box um people will look at um the fact that uh People will look at the fact that, you know, they live in this big city and, and there's all this stuff and all this commotion and, and things and it's easy to get caught up in, oh, it's, it's yeah, it was hotter this summer. Well, I mean, in my lifetime, we've had hurricanes, we've had tornadoes, we've had, it's, it, it's not getting worse. Um, and if the earth is warming, it's because it's in a cycle to warm, I, you know, you don't know because you can't go back far enough to say, well, 200 years ago, the earth was average this temperature. We weren't taking temperatures then. And the fact that, you know, the weathermen can barely dick, you know, can barely tell you what the weather's going to be like two, three, four days from now. 
and we're going to put faith in what they're telling us about 100 years from now, 50 years from now. I marvel at that. Again, it's it's like putting faith in a person, you know, voting for someone like the current governor of New Jersey who doesn't want your you to have freedom. Why you would do that? Why you would vote for a person like that? I don't know. Makes no sense to me. I would never do that. So the one who offers true freedom is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can give you that, that true freedom. And if you don't know what that means, get in the book of John in the Bible and read through there. If you have a hard time understanding it, shoot us an email. We'll try and help make it a little bit more plain for you. And, uh, but find a, a good Bible. You know, if you're, if you're not going to church, find somewhere that preaches the Bible, that preaches from the Word of God, that isn't some mamby-pamby place that is just going to try and make you feel better and, and get some of your money because there's plenty of those out there. Um, but that really is following God in the true sense and uh, preaches from the Word of God and uh, um, will encourage you um, in understanding and faith um, for a walk. So um, with that, I wish you the... the best have a super day and uh we will catch you on the flip side thank you lord for the small things like me and her on a poor swing for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings If I still got breath in these lungs Then that's all I need to get down on my knees And be thankful for all that he's done For my mama, for my friends, for your love